Hello everyone, this is Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth, and welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it, discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's just two friends just having a good time, so sit back and enjoy. Heyo, this is Blaine Cyan from Richard Parker Triad, a.k.a. RP3. This is Two Beards in a Pod. And this, this is, is Brandon from the Richard Parker Triad, also known as the Monster. What's up, guys? How's it going? What is right. going it's on? Going good, it's good, man. Yeah. yeah, it's great to have you guys on the show, man. Like, this, this is yeah, fantastic. I feel, yeah, like, no doubt, I feel like this has to be the best interview because the trouble that we've gone to get here. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we had to run the gauntlet. We had to run the gauntlet to get oh here. So we, we are here. So welcome, guys. Welcome. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we've been checking you guys out last couple of weeks. Um, you guys are amazing. Uh, oh, thank you. It, you know, we just wanted to share your voice with the world. So... Um, yeah, I guess we can just go ahead and start off. And Absolutely. you know, I'm I'm curious, what would you say your genre is? You know, like, I would, well, yeah, that's what a lot of people ask, and uh, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions. You know, we've right. been compared to a lot of different bands, but no one ever really seems to say the same thing. And mm, when you yeah. usually ask somebody, what kind of music are you into? They they always say they're into everything, right? And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that we're people, you know, that are we're very atitious with our sound. But I would say it's a throwback kind of fusiony rock and roll style, maybe hard rock style, oh. or some sort of prog slash heavy metal tendencies. You know, we're into the classics, we're into you know Zeppelin, Honestly. Sabbath, and all that shit. But we like to put our own edge on it. You know, we we want to push the genre of just flat out. I want to call roots. it mass grunge. Whatever, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Push the boundaries of, of that was, old yeah. school genre. You know? I was Absolutely. definitely going to ask. I was definitely going to ask. Would you say like grunge metal or you know speed metal or something like in that kind of area? It's heavy, but it's not metal. I definitely like it's very mathematical. Like there's a lot of like asymmetrical time signatures and a lot of um, really cool like stuff that's very groovy and it goes in a lot of different directions we got the tunes yeah you know yeah. that's that's the thing you know we keep it grounded we don't just uh we don't go into the sort of technical you know guitarists of instagram type yeah. of thing you know right we, we really appreciate the craft of just songwriting melodies you know you're not going to hear right. a lot of uh, of that kind of not, not a lot of wankery you keep I it guess, more so of an art than less of a science, I guess. What it sounds like. I would hope so. I would. I would hope that would be the way that people view, you know, the music. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't make a lot of songs that sound exactly the same. You know, right. we we try to keep shit diverse. Yeah, absolutely. And um, but you know, keep it hard rocking because you know that's what we love. You know, well, that's a lot therapy. of genres for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you know, a lot of a lot of people would say, you know. Oh, it is about making the music and stuff like that. But I, I feel like with music evolving, I don't know, let's just call it the last 15 years. 
I feel like it is starting to take a more like scientific slash um, direct approach as far as how they make music. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is kind of what the people want. And this is yeah. how we're going to get there. And this is what, you know what I mean? Almost like mathematical kind of way. So oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like with, with y'all sound, like it, yeah, yeah. And, and, th- and that's okay, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to um, feed the masses, if you will. Uh, but I guess like with you guys, man, like you, you got to keep it like, you know, keep it with your roots. Um, and that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's awesome. I, I really like enjoy that, yeah. you know, because like I could be, this is my opinion, but I feel like Metallica, for example, sold out with like one mm-hmm. of their last albums and, and they mm-hmm. went like, like the speed metal kind of thing, but it was, it felt very commercialized. If that, yes. Yeah. See, I thought, uh, I thought death magnetic had some like nice little, uh, like there were little hints right. that it was kind of looking in the in the cookie jar, and you're like, I know you're in there, Metallica. I see y'all, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it was kind of uh, <laughs> just right behind the glass. There, <laughs> that album is all Metallica. There's, there's, there was some good shit on it. Yeah, it's a good album, but like, a, there's there's some stuff in there where like it it would have a play as something like a classic. I mean. When I was like, you know, five, six years old, my dad, he would play these records, and I didn't imagine them looking like what they look like. Like, especially someone right. like, I remember hearing Fight Fire, and there was that double oh. bass drum. Yes. I just oh. imagine the most, like, lighted up. And my dad told me, he's yeah, and that's crazy. Now you guys are sound like some pretty cool guys. I'm just curious, how long have you guys been together, and how do you meet? Well, so it's kind of a long history. Um, when I just started writing songs uh, at that time. I mean, I had been writing songs since I was about 14, uh, 16, uh, when life kind of started hitting me in a serious way where I realized that I had to actually, you know, have a life substantially, you know, sitting around my parents' house all the time. Just the same with that, I found being writing songs, and it's really, and um, I had a good buddy, Jane. Who we started playing together, super talented drummer, and uh, we went through a lot of phases. You know, we had this you know, for a long time. Uh, just came about, and then we sort of found this definitive, you know, which right now, I mean, we're auditioning drummers at the moment, just like. Right. Well, you know, yeah, well, it always switches up, but the thing is, you know, as far as being, it's all a relationship, but Brandon can shut the fuck out of but, uh, you know, I'm playing music under this monitor for a long time, 
that I can't say, you know, as far as brands, it's most you know, so we're, we've been working on sets, you know, we've got a demo out now, and uh, it always be great to have that, you know, we're still on what we'll call the line of RB3. So, yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. Okay. As a 24. So, so, you know, I, so, okay, I'm just going to like ask you this and I'm going to give you like a little bit of a backstory of, of the, of the question. So the other day I saw this movie it was called Whiplash. Um, mm-hmm. It's a movie. I don't know if you have seen it, but it's a movie about a uh, jazz drummer who is like, he's a nobody. Right. And he's trying to be like one of the greats of like drummers or whatever. And he joins like this orchestra thing and he's trying to like get in, but he can't like seem to like land the sound that the, the conductor wants, right? Like there's a certain sound that the conductor wants and certain tempo and stuff like that. And so like the whole movie is just about him trying to like find his way. So with all that said, do you feel like finding a drummer is the hardest part of filling a spot in a band? Uh, it was because, let's face it, no one wants to be a bassist. Every bassist that you know that is wants you got your guitar players that want to play want to play they don't, they don't want to be a bass player. I mean, it's, it's a simplified well, feel. Whereas Austin is This way, like, right. I, I, my home, yeah. the bass is where, like, my, that's like my heart, man, because it's like my, I put, it's like the, aspect of drums and the melodic aspect of guitar, I get to combine right. both of those. You can't really do that with just a guitar. Like, I mean, no doubt. It's more of a percussive a guitar. It's oh, also yeah. a melodic instrument. In my own humble opinion, the bass is actually harder to play. Even though there's less strings, there's a lot more effort. Almost half the the right person. So, and, and as you guys will learn, um, just working with, with me and Seth, I'm a, I'm a movie buff. So I have another reference. Um, so <laughs> Kevin Scott versus the world, uh, where he had to like go and battle, um, one of the, the boyfriends or whatever. And they had that sick, like bass, um battle that's where mm-hmm. i personally I, I agree with you like i i kind of felt i was like i did not know that the bass could like rip so hard yeah you know what i mean it, it you can like you can like hammer down on a bass like i was like wow that it was just kind of mind-blowing so that's cool that's cool. oh yeah well it's like it, it, i don't know if you ever noticed i always feel like people kind of misconstrued like the drums as the heartbeat of the band I always think it's the bass because the bass is the really the one actually keeping rhythm. 
I think it's a great yeah. keep player, you know, actually looking at uh, Led Zeppelin. Who's the guy they don't think? They think about Jimmy. Well, playing John Bonham, of course, he was definitely the heart. That's someone like John Paul Jones. You don't notice him because in what he's doing, you're not noticing him because he's acting the sound. It's because he's gluing that whole sequence together, you know, beautifully. Oh, yeah. So it's like you kind of always be the medium, and some people have a passion for that. A lot of people want to be the star. I feel like you have to not want to be the star of the show if you want to be a universal. Like, say, Brandon said, a less clay baller. I don't want to back off on the base, but I also don't want to do some slaps and some, some taps and, like, you know, like, there's just, there's moments, you know, like. It's a nuance thing. Yeah. It's oh, a yeah. dynamic when yeah. you're a bass player. Well, what kind of music do you guys like? Well, I'll, I always make this joke with Mahalik. I like both kinds, country and western. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, I, no, but, uh, no. like, you know, Leonard Skinner, Led Zeppelin. I, I'm a little bit of a classic guy. <laughs> yeah. And no, I mean, and as far as instruments go, like, I've always had, like, um, Oh, man, I have so many that I just absolutely are crazy about. Uh, brass instruments are probably like my favorite to listen really? to. Um, yeah, I love ska. Ska is like, oh man, ska is so good. Just musically like influential. Because I mean, when I think ska, the only thing I can think of is just basic shit like uh, I don't know, Sublime or something. Honestly, um, if I like, if you were like, "Hey, pick a skull band right now," top of my head, I'm I'm rattling off real big fish. I'm thinking mighty mighty boss stones. Mighty mighty mm. boss stones is good, but real big fish, I feel like, hammers down on like they really lean into like the brass of the instruments, and yeah. they are not afraid to go almost like a reggae kind of like feel. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like that's what makes you like a good versatile ska band is when, and they've actually, and they've actually done some other stuff too, like some other albums and songs where they didn't even really put any brass or anything like that into it. And they it was almost like a rock song. So yeah. I feel like they're, they're the like, they're, they're, more, they're, they're one of the most like versatile or going wide bands, if, if you will. But, mm. um, Another instrument that I really uh, had a passion about and I actually tried to learn when I was little was the piano. There's just something about a piano that's just like, uh, so good. It's so good. Yeah, my issue with the piano was always uh, that, you know, I mean, I have a I have a good bit of independence as far as the guitar playing with some of the uh, quote unquote shreddy type stuff. But as far as the independence of like applying the bass notes on top of a melody, independently with both hands i just don't have that connection you know in my hands right. i mean i took a piano lessons maybe two or three times it, it just didn't work out i just didn't have the patience for it i just wanted to play with a big toy you know right. a big right. loud toy that, that is, you know made that is always kind of like the thing like you always see like the pianos in like the front lobbies of fancy places you always want to <laughs> play them you know what i mean <laughs> yeah definitely 
No doubt. Yeah. So what, what got you guys into uh, podcasting, like doing these interviews? How's it been working out for you? Well, well uh, I, that, I'll let you you answer this question, Mahal, because you're the one that, that wrote me into this. Okay, yeah. With so, that famous yeah, I, phone I did, call. I did rope old Sethy boy into this. So um, it was one of those things like I really just wanted to – I've always wanted to do a podcast. It was one of those things – where I thought about it and I ended up putting it on the back burner um, because of life and, and whatnot. And then when I got to the army, I was like, I actually have time to do this now. And so sure. I was sitting there. Yeah, I was sitting there and I was thinking about it. I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. I was like, okay, what are we going to name it? We got to, I got to have a name. Like yeah. nothing starts without before it's like, Char, like we here. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I was like thinking about names, and all of a sudden it just came out of nowhere. Two beards in a pod, and I was like, "Oh, that's it! That's amazing! Yep. We're doing it." Yeah. Um, who am I gonna have? Who am I gonna have to do it with? And I I called Seth, and I was like, "Please answer! Please answer! Please answer!" And he was like, "Hello." I was like, "Seth, don't hang up." He's like, "Okay." I was like, "Just stop what you're doing and listen. <laughs> I have this great idea, and hopefully you're on board." And I told him about it, and he was like, "Heck yeah, I'm in." And you know we're yeah. like three se- three seasons deep, and <laughs> yeah, like... it's it's been going pretty good. Like uh, we, we uh, Mahalik was upset because I didn't have a beard at the time, so I had to grow one out. <laughs> I think I think how he got the idea too is like I grew it out and I shaved it. But I sent him a picture of when I had a beard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's yeah. um, but we love Irony. it. I mean, we just. Sorry, I'm listening. No, you're good. Uh, yeah. I was say we we love it. We just uh, we try to like get the the voices out, you know, of of everybody that we can. You know what oh, I mean? Because yeah. if I I told Seth in the beginning, I said if if one person just one person listens to a show and they get like some joy out of it, then we've done our job. You know what I mean? So. Space <laughs> word. I mean, we've played shows where we've had, you know, like, packed tiny clubs, and we've had ones had 15 people. It's the ones where we 15 people. Those are the people that they, they those are the people yeah. Yeah, yeah. they support your local freaks. You know, that's, kind of, that's kind of our motto, you know, <laughs> the outcasts, you know, and the people that hang on because are worth it you, know? you get that there, there's a yeah, that's, that's where i can write to myself you know oh yeah but now i got a question off. for you guys got it um it. what is your favorite song and where is the best place to find your songs oh yeah. spotify because i despise spotify <laughs> I my Spotify is full of playlists. I don't think I have a favorite song. I mean, my favorite song changes every single day. I have well, twenty million favorite songs. He's talking about for the band, like our song. Oh, yeah. our song. Our yeah, song. What's the favorite song yeah, you yeah. do? Like music. <laughs> oh well, uh, we're about to put out something. So it's a space rock opera. Uh, it's over ten minutes. It's very. It's not a commercial type of yeah. ordeal. But uh, our favorite song. I mean, 
Bandcamp. I, I like Bandcamp, of course. Um, I like Rickhead. You know, that's a song that we do. It's a little bit yeah. heavy. Uh, but we also have a song called The Beast that's pretty uh, dynamic. You know, yeah. it's got everything from reggae to punk kind of all meshed into one ordeal. It's, it's, it's my, kind of a whole event. My favorites are, um, what's it called? No Recollection. Funny that I couldn't remember it. Um, the second one is yeah. The second one is lonely wandering. I wandering, really love yeah. wandering. Yeah, we we got a song called Wandering. It's pretty fusiony. It's kind yeah. of a vintage, kind of old school seventies, real chicky type of ordeal. You know, it's real uh, red. You know, and and it's got kind of a progressive twist to it. There's a lot of butter on that cornbread too. You know? Yeah, like, beans, oh, yeah. yeah. That's how you get the that's how you get that booty. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So everybody yeah. everybody loves cornbread. <laughs> so <laughs> right. So you know, with with all that said, you and you guys coming out with your new album and stuff, have have you guys or will you guys ever do covers? Well, like, we're getting yeah. towards that direction, you know. Due to some lineup changes, that wasn't really an option. But there is a song by the 13th Floor Elevators. They were an Austin band. They were the first like band. I mean, to uh, they were they were kind of the first band to play the acid. And we don't condone that or say anything about that. That's not what I'm saying. But they were kind of the first right. ones to make a thing out of it. Sort of kind of how like uh, Black Sabbath made the first, you know thing out of being like a metal band even though there was some hard music i say like Jimi Hendrix or you know certain people like there was heavy music but you know they were kind of the first band that did that and they have this song called She Lives in a Time of Her Own and uh, it always really spoke to me and yeah I, I think that would be a really good start for us probably maybe even as a non-album single maybe even on an album uh, it's a beautiful song I'd recommend anybody listening to the thir- uh, 13th Floor Elevators <laughs> Uh, Rocky Erickson was a legendary vocalist. You know, he influenced the likes of like Janis Joplin, Robert Plant at a Texas Jam, kind of in the sixties. So uh, that that's kind of, we're getting around to that. You know, yeah. it'll it, it's definitely a huge likelihood in the future. Awesome. That's 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 fantastic, man. It's like yeah, you know, we like. To- well, all right then. I'm thinking uh, we appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to the audience before you head off? No, man. Um, anyone that's listening, just check us out. You know, uh, we got a website, but uh, Instagram, Richard Parker Triad, aka yeah. RP3, Facebook. Check us out. We're coming out with a whole new gang of shit, Instagram. and uh, we got three videos that right. we're self-directing and. Uh, we can. The only thing we can really promise is uh, we're going to give you all some good videos, some good tunes, and awesome. uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all having us on. Well, Chase, it's looking to be about that time. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next week. Until then, stay frosty.